Hello everyone and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm Andrew Waterhouse and in today's episode we're going to take a look at what it's like being inside that camp bubble. So come on into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hello everyone and welcome to another week of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. We upload weekly videos every Tuesday onto the YouTube channel and podcast and blog. So go check them out. So in this week's episode, we're going to be looking at what it's like being inside the camp bubble. It's a reference that I've used plenty of times over the course of all of my videos and podcasts and blogs, but what does it actually mean? So working at a summer camp is a very intense atmosphere where all of this time is spent in one location and you're not really allowed outside of it. For your job is to stay at camp and look after the kids and make sure camp runs TikTok. For, so for a good few weeks, you're gonna be stuck in this one place looking after the kids, the staff, and the camp. So this can boil into a very intense atmosphere very quickly, and I'm gonna dive right in and dip out some of the little tidbits of information of what it's like to work in the summer camp bubble. So first of all, your phone. And of course, when you're outside of camp, your phone is in your pocket at all times. Wallet, phone, keys are the three things that I always check when I'm looking at leaving the house. And when you're at camp, it's no different, but the phone takes a lot more of a priority. Your phone doesn't leave your side and it's because you really want to get that single bar of signal to be able to contact the outside world and see how your friends, family, and all that good stuff is getting on. You want to fill them in on all of your latest information and how camp's going and what it's like back at home, what you're missing out on, what they're missing out on, how America is, how the UK is. And there's all this stuff that makes you want to carry your phone at all times because at camp I can tell you now that the signal is going to be very, very weak and there'll just be a couple of points at camp where you'll be able to get one or two bars of signal so you can stand there and call the outside world. Not only is your phone great for communicating out of camp, but it's also good for telling the time as well. I actually wore a watch while at camp and I found myself plenty of times checking my phone for the time rather than checking my watch for the time. Just because it's a, I don't know, a force of habit, I guess, where I check my phone for the time and I use them with the watch for more of a, like a jewelry, jewelry accessory kind of thing. And that's what the phone is really great for, keeping you organized, keeping you on top of the schedule. And if you have any changes in your schedule, you can just make a quick note in your phone where you have to be, what time, how many campers you need to take with you. And yeah, you'll be very much more organized when you have your phone on you at all times. So of course that leads me on to charging and you've got to make sure you have this charged. One of the best purchases I made while out in Camp America was to go and purchase a portable charger. You can pick them up for about $20 and they'll keep your phone charged at all times. So if you're carrying a backpack with you, make sure to throw in the portable charger with you as well. It will just help in these backup situations where maybe you've used too much battery while the phone has been searching for signal all this time. And that leads me on to the final point about the phone. Photos are a massive help and it makes a camp experience so much better because you've got these memories to look back on and you can check your phone, take a photo of some memorable moments, take some videos, and then there'll be like memories for the rest of your life kind of thing. So make sure you have your phone on you at all times because summer camp is, uh, oh, a lot goes on. So coming in at number two is the internet. And I, for one, am an absolute addict to the internet, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, 
uh, checking the news, checking deals websites, all these websites that I thought, oh, I've been really missing out on these. And when you do finally get around to going onto the internet at camp, because there will be one or two places where you will be able to check the internet, uh, you do find out that you haven't really missed all that much. Uh, sure, you can go back and look at days gone by of people's Facebook posts and see that someone got married, someone had a kid, and someone went on holiday. But in the grand scheme of things, it kind of puts the internet into a bit of a perspective, really, where it's more of like a resource rather than a daily thing that you need to use. And I kind of got by without using the internet every day. It was a bit of a strange experience to begin with, but over time, you'd days would fly by where you wouldn't even contemplate using the internet to check anything because you're not really missing out on all that much, which is kind of surprising. So number three in our list is the news. And I don't know if I feel alone in this, but I felt that every piece of news that came outside of camp into camp was so much bigger than I thought it would be. So one of the examples that I like to use here, which does come up in my diary, which I will make mention of after this, is when uh, there was this flight going from, I think it was from Russia to Ukraine or something, Russia to Syria, and it got shot down mid-flight. And I was like, oh my God, someone shot down a plane out of the sky. I was like crazy. I was like, oh my God, the world's got like starting World War Three here because I'm in camp just looking after kids and stuff. They're all unaware of what's going on. But a passenger plane of Normal people has just been shot out of the skies by some absolute beast of a rocket launcher or something. I was like, that doesn't happen like outside the summer camp. That's not what I'm used to at all. But it turned out that it just died down. And that's kind of like with any piece of news really where massive news will float to the surface and you'll be like, whoa, and then it will die down and settle down. But while you're at camp, you don't really get to see it die down. You're, you're, it's constantly on your mind and it's playing with you and you're like, oh my God, what's going on out there? So you do get a little bit worried and it kind of can be one of the lesser negatives about working in a camp where you're kind of disconnected from the outside world so you don't really know the full extent of how things are. As I mentioned, I do have a book coming up. It's called There's No Place Like Summer Camp and it's the diary that I kept while working my first year of summer camp. So it goes through the process of arriving at camp, being totally fresh to it all, me making no making loads of new friends, making incredible stories and memories and having all these fun times and then all the travels after camp as well all the stuff in between camp obviously all the travels after camp and surprising my family when i got back home it was a really good experience which is why i wanted to put it into a diary book and it's going to be available soon on amazon and other good websites as well you can check it out on my website it's called shop.andrewwaterhouse.com there'll be a link in the description or if you're on podcast you can uh, type in shop.andrewwaterhouse.com so I hope you do give it a check out. It is really fun read and hopefully it'll like make you more excited for camp because it is really good. This leads me on to my final point about what it's like to work in the summer camp bubble. So gossip inside summer camp is absolutely like nothing I have ever seen. Well, there is one thing that I have seen it like and it's like Big Brother. So I'll give you an example of what it's like at a summer camp. Oh my God. Christy got with Mark, but Mark's with Sophie, and Sophie's with Christy. You can see just from that alone how news can really rile up and rumours start, and it's really funny. Let me take you on to the next scenario. Hey, have you seen Craig around? 
Hey, what happened to... <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Hey, what happened to Craig? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him around for a couple of days, actually. Uh, last I saw him was... Oh, my God. He was going to the office. Do you think he's been fired? Because I haven't seen him and all his stuff's gone. Oh, yeah. I remember now. He had a row with one of his campers. That's the last time I saw him. He was proper yelling at him and now he's gone. He must have been fired for that. Oh, that reminds me. Sophie told me the other day that Craig had hit one of the campers and he didn't want anyone to know. So she just kept quiet about it. Maybe they found out about that. Well, I actually heard that he killed a camper, but no one likes to talk about it because of how bad the camp will go down in history because of the kid that died at the summer camp. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. This was There's No Place Like Summer Camp. We upload weekly videos onto the YouTube channel and podcast, and you can check that out on iTunes. Your video is available on YouTube, and there's a blog at andrewwardhouse.com slash blog if you want to check that out. Um, next week, we are going through the drama that's bound to happen while at camp, which led me on from that crappy piece of drama I just did then. Please bear with, because it's going to be a really like cringy episode, and we're going to talk about like all the drama that's bound to happen at camp. Um, so I'll be here next Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a like. Please subscribe if you enjoyed as well. And I shall see you next week. Bye.